0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for Let's Talk Recovery. My name's Aaron. This is Caleb. We're just grateful just to be back with you guys uh, in the start of the new year, 2023. I got it right that time. Um, uh, And uh, as we get started, we just want to encourage you guys to check us out on social media, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all of the the places where you poop and scroll. (laughs) and gotta get the year started off right um and then wherever you're you're watching Apple, Google, Spotify whatever man just uh give us solid reviews not based off of that last joke but (laughs) off of the content review off of the content and um and uh, again, man, it's just a great great way just to share. So if you haven't checked this out again, the audio version, it's a great place just to be able to, to drive and listen, you know, work out, all those things. Um, and then uh, and I always want to encourage people on our YouTube, we divide everything into um, just playlists. So again, it's a great resource to, to find what suits your particular season of life. And then all as always, I want to plug Caleb's book, Pursuing Freedom. It's the, the basis for our program here. If you haven't checked it out, man, I encourage you to do so. We've uh, just dropped... Um, the second edition of that so it's a just a great opportunity just to man to, to grow in in the lord um and what he has for you throughout the new year great way to kind of start it off if you're looking for a, a devotional really i mean you could almost use it as that yeah. you just kind of go through um But today, man, as we kick off the new year, you know, last week we talked about um, just why resolutions fail, you know, so be sure to go check that episode out Um, if you're working on something, you know, to change your life, you know, it's a good place to start. But but this week... um, we're talking. We're talking about family, and it actually comes from last week's episode. We touched on it briefly, and Cable Caleb and I were talking offline, and we thought, you know what, this would just be a great topic. We see it um, in so many families and, and so many um, dynamics just around recovery, around the church community. It's wildly unhealthy, and so we wanted just to take some time to address that directly. So, Caleb, you want to introduce
1: it? Sure. So, um, so yes, yeah, so we're going to take families. Uh, you know, we've talked a lot about our personal relationships, and um, you know, like our friends. And, and you know sometimes having to create some distance between those uh, especially coming out of addiction if, if, if those are negative relationships um, and, and, and you know we always say friends and family we throw that in there but we never really dive into family because there's a little bit of a different dynamic when it comes to family we we feel uh, somewhat more of an obligation to family sometimes um, because you know they, they raised us or yeah. we spend a lot of time around them we share DNA. you know DNA <laughs> and uh, you know we share the same last name or something like that and so, we 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 have a tendency to view family different. And um, you know, if you're like anybody else, uh, sometimes we we put up with uh, a lot more crap from family than we do from from the regular public, right? Absolutely. You know, and so um, if
0: we didn't, none of my family would talk to
1: me. Yeah. That, well, nobody. I think probably nobody's family would talk. <laughs> you know, part of that. You know, you think about that is um you know, I've been married for uh, twenty years, and, and the stuff that my wife and and myself put up with, the, you know, with each other, like. No, you know nobody else in our life could get away with doing some of the things that we do to each other yeah. um, but that's because we're you know we're, we have a different connection with each other and, and so family is somewhat like that In that you know my mom and my dad you know they can you know say things to me that you know I would punch somebody else in the face for if you know if it was just some random stranger come say something like that I'll be but um, uh, and so so that's a little bit of a different situation to navigate which is why we're going to you know spend the episode talking about that yeah um
0: and it's kind of funny you know when we look at this um, you can see like historically even places where people have just taken the whole um, blood thicker than water thing to just extreme levels and as we were kind of talking man I just started thinking about like the Hatfield and McCoys right. where people like um, basically based off of a last name they're sitting there you know just shooting each other killing each other nobody's like asking the question is uh, is Paul right? Like,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> no it's just like uh, he, this, is, this is our family and, and no matter what we stick with them and then you got the other side no matter what we stick with them and they're just you know annihilating each yeah. other for how long do you remember? No, I don't yeah, remember This is crazy yeah. but uh, it, it's kind of a, one of those things you know we see that we see that today where um, there'll be a wildly unhealthy family member who's taking the family in just a, a crazy direction and everybody puts up with it everybody's like oh it's fine it's fine. Everything's fine. Um, As the family's just on fire, you know, you got generations of abuse going on, all of these things. And, and it's fine based off of one thing. Yep. They, they share genetic structure and it's like, you just got to put up with it. Well, why? That was kind of the question last week. Why do we got to put up with it? Are you obligated to put up with it? You know, maybe you ask yourself that. Maybe um, the likeliness of you having somebody who's wildly unhealthy in your family is extremely high. Um, I think we all have several of those people yeah. um, that, that are related to us that come around that um, they they just they they bring with them just a wave of negative impact. In um, in worst case scenarios, they, they could be abusive. Um, in just multiple levels and just devastating your, your family dynamic, and yet they're still allowed access. So is that right? You know, like, Is there some type of moral obligation there? Is there um, a, a religious obligation there? Is that, is that what we're called to do? And so we kind of want to take a, a deep dive in, into that particularly um, because, again, I think so many of us face this, this questioning and um, this conflict um, in, in our lives.
1: Yeah, so so let's talk about this. So what is our obligation to our family? Because, I mean, obviously, like the Bible tells us, it's one of the commandments, right? We're supposed to, to honor our father and mother, um, and so there's 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 a weight added to that that fam, uh, familial relationship. Um, and you know, obviously, yeah, you, you, you're you raised with your siblings, and you're, you know, even if you want to get out. I know a lot of people are really close with like their cousins and things like that, and and so you're raised with these people, and so you do feel this obligation to, um, you know, have there's like some loyalty there, or, um, you know, this sense to defend, like we were talking about with the Hatfields and McCoys, like, well, I'm going to defend my family's honor no matter what, and. um uh, so where does that where does where does that become an unhealthy thing and so you know in, in the area of, of um, addiction and recovery we, we know that most people if you're um, most people like that, that are abusive were abused as uh, children you know or if you've um, you know verbally, emotionally uh, sexually, or physically any of those kinds of things um, that that you that was modeled to you from you know from a family member um, if you if you have uh, you know, if you have an unhealthy and unbalanced relationship in your, in a a marriage, most times that's because that was the, the relationship that was modeled to you. And so at some point we have to say, this isn't a good thing, right? Because just because, you know, you're my dad or you're my mother, that there's, there's certain, certain moral or ethical bounds that, that get crossed that we have to go, okay, this isn't right, you know? And so, um, do we have a moral obligation to our family? I would say yes. Obviously God, like I said, calls us to yeah. honor our father and mother, um, and, um, to treat them with respect. But I think with that comes their obligation to be, you know, a father and a mother, to, you know, and I'm pretty sure under God's definition of being a father and a mother is an abuse, you know, and if, they, <laughs> if they're, if they're abusing you, <clears throat> that, that falls outside of what God, you know, how God calls them to be as parents. I mean, you know God doesn't call me to abuse my kids now I might feel that urge every now and then <laughs> <laughs> depending on what they've done but <clears throat> i that's not my role as a father my my role as a father is to raise my children um in a good christian loving home to to raise them in a way that they love God and that they honor their parents um and that they you know eventually get to a place where they go out in society and they they become you know good citizens of 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 our you know whatever society that we're in and, and um, live out a Christian life. And so that, that that's my role as a father. Now, if I don't fulfill my role, then that kind of negates, you know, that, that uh, no, I'm trying to think of the word, non, you know, uh, well, I would it their obligation to yeah, be. it's conditional. I mean, right. It's one yeah. of those
0: things that you know, when we look at it, um, again, you know, God's somebody who's, uh, he's, you know, he's just, and he's love, you know, he's, he's all of those things. And is it, is it just to, to make somebody submit to somebody who's not worthy of that position of authority? Um, I just, I don't, I don't see that reconciling through, through God's word that God's like, you need to, you need to remain in this abusive position, um, no matter what, because you're, you're called to, to honor them. Um, I just don't see that. So it is something that when you look at it, yeah, the biblical definition God says honor your mother and your father um, I think that's within the context of, of them being in a position to honor now I don't think even in their unhealthiness that you know you go around slandering them that, that gives you an opportunity to be abusive because we need to still act out of love but um, that doesn't mean allow them to speak into your life no matter what you know like, right. take direction from them no matter what no matter how wildly out of control they get because they birthed you that that, that person birthed you or, or they, they conceived you and so they have, they have entrance into your life From now until the time that they die, Uh, I don't see that, but that's kind of what we do. Um, Yeah. That's what we
1: allow. Yeah. You know, and that's, you know, that's um, one of the things you'll hear a lot, especially with um, um, abused women uh, from their husbands, is this almost transactional relationship. And we talked about that before in our episodes about relationships that, you know, your relationship should be balanced where you're both trying to put each other's needs in front of each other, uh, of your own, sorry. And, um, and and that's what that's what a healthy relationship is is where you're both trying to outserve each other but then what you find in an abuse uh, you know obviously the physical abuse should be a red flag that something's not right in that relationship but what it's, it's very transactional, though, where, again, the battered wife will sit there um, and, and she'll put up with it for a, a period of time because she'll, um, one of the things you'll hear him say is that, well, he does a lot for the family, you know, and it's <laughs> like, yeah. well, I, I have to put up, you know, I'm putting up with this because, you know, he provides for me, you know, and, and they, they feel uh, trapped because, um, like, they've, and, and a lot of that comes from, you um, you know the the verbal abuse that, that you know the husband puts on her too, saying that you you know you're not worth anything, you can't do anything, um, and so they feel that way. They feel like they can't get away because they can't feel like they don't feel like they can provide for themselves. But they also, again, are feels somewhat trapped because they're like, well, he's he's providing for me. He's you know pro- giving me a home to live in and food and, and and you know pays for my kids to do whatever. And so I'm obligated to put up with this abuse. And you know, obviously, physical abuse is. That that's a very clear line where you go. Okay, whatever f- family you know obligation I have is out the window now oh, because yeah. in anybody who who abuses you is is not you know you you have no obligation whatsoever to them. And so you know we we have to start looking at things where we we go. Okay, you know one of the things we can ask ourselves is, is if this was somebody. Outside of You know If I wasn't related To this person Would I I put up with this You know If if I wasn't related To this You know Alcoholic father Who comes home And you know Drinks And then You know Sometimes wakes up And hits me Or my mother Or you know Sometimes wakes up And calls me names And tells me I'm worthless Would I put up with this You know And um, Well I want to touch On that real
0: quick I know we talked about this um, Offline Last week um, That my grandfather For instance He was uh, He was a Awful, awful alcoholic. I mean, the man would drink anything with alcohol in it. um, Would pass out and um, urinate on himself. And and I remember as a kid, like, here we are. We're we're left with this man (laughs) to to babysit us at times, and he's passed out in an easy chair and had, you know, again, urinated his pants. And it's just like, that's what we talked about last week. Like, if he if he didn't have the title grandpa. Will he be washing these kids? I hope not, because DHS should be called in those those situations, but for whatever reason, we begin to turn a blind eye um, to people's unhealthiness and, and their their levels of abuse or their, their levels of incompetence or their levels of addiction because they have a family tie. And and then we, not only do we do that, but we feel pressure to do that. And people sometimes, and I've seen this where, um, and I've seen it in my own family, where things begin to get leveraged. Oh, well, you gotta honor your, your father and your mother. You gotta do this. You gotta love people. You can't judge people. And so people begin to leverage God's word even to create this sense of conviction that to say, Oh man, I just I have to do this. If I'm gonna be a good Christian, if I'm gonna be a good person, I just continue to have to, I gotta have this door open. I have no other choice. Um, but to what end? To what end? I mean, because then you're you're getting into those those generational curses, like we, we see that where it's just like everybody's doing the same thing in the family because nobody's like saying, Hey, maybe we should stop. Maybe we should not let, you know, Uncle Jim Bob um, touch the kids anymore you know like um you know and that seems so extreme but i've even seen that where people allow a predator in the family i know people personally where that's allowed but nobody does anything because they're a relative yeah. what kind of insanity is that and we do it in addiction maybe uncle Jim Bob can't shouldn't be you know hammered drunk around everybody anymore um, you know continuing to create this or, or whatever um, you know again at what point do we say enough is enough
1: yeah well you know and they're always the, the kind of the well, we can't cut them out of our families like well why not? Yeah. You know, it's like, again, you know, this is um, what we talked about at the beginning. And sometimes, I, I, I don't know, it's, it's it's mankind's irrationality in that we just, we, we create these these kind of arbitrary rules. Like, well, we're family. Okay. Well, what? Yeah. This person is not, you know, like there's, there's a difference. And we've talked about this before when we talk about enabling, it's like, yeah, we love those person, you know, this person, you say it's an uncle and they're, you know, a raging alcoholic and, you know, every time they get together at the holidays, they, they, you know, drink too much and they act crazy and they, you know, they're abusive verbally or they get in fights or, or whatever, you know, it's outside of what would be an acceptable, normal, you know, interaction with the family. <clears throat> But we go, well, we got we to gotta just put up with it because he's, you know, he's Uncle Jim. It's like, why? You know, you, you just decided on that. You don't have to do that. And that doesn't mean we don't, you know, try to get Uncle Jim into, you know, some sort of recovery program or, or, or love him and help him and support him when he decides to finally do something different with his life. But th- there's nothing that says that you have to to put up with that you know and that you have to obligate yourself and your family and the damage you're doing to like your kids and the rest of your family structure by, by just continuing to do that to include this person when they, when it's part they have a responsibility too to act their role in the family you know they, they don't get to just run roughshod over everybody and then everybody just has to take it they're the ones that are breaking their obligation it's not the rest of the family who, who are just like well we'll just put up with it
0: yeah well it's a great place where you begin to see uh the boundaries come in really useful like i mean so you've got this person um let's say it's a parent and you know they're just they're unhealthy um they're you know allowing them around it's going to continue um, to perpetuate unhealthiness in your family with your kids and so you know do you have to put up with that? No, um, but I would say, you know, one of the things you can do is to begin to place boundaries and say, hey, listen, man, I, I love you, you know, and, and I love you because you're, you know, you're this to me, you're this to my family, but I can't, I can't allow this to continue. Um, and so if you want to be around, I want you to be around, but it's going to require that, you know, A, you get healthy, you know, B, you do this. And so begin to even set boundaries and it it allows you, one of the beautiful things about that is it allows you to walk away from that relationship if you need to, knowing that you placed the ball in their court and you said, you know what? As soon as, if you want to do what's good and what's healthy and what's right for this family, I'm more than willing to love you and accept you and journey with you. But if you're not, that's on you and the store is going to be closed. Um, and so it kind of just flips flips the whole narrative, you know, flips the script and it puts it on them. And, and it allows us to, again, to me personally, it it puts me at ease, you know, the kind of that, that guilt that I feel otherwise and saying, you know what, I've done everything I can. My request wasn't unreasonable. It's not unreasonable. You know, if if they weren't this person to me, it wouldn't be unreasonable if I asked these things from them. So it's not going to be unreasonable if I asked this person from this person, you know, asked this from this person. Um, And so begin to, to institute boundaries and, and then Navigate your family obligation that way
1: Yeah you know and that's um, th- That is That is where this question gets a little tougher In that you know what it so Maybe the situation we're dealing with isn't just straight out Abuse right that's a that's a very clear You know uh, Violation of, of, of Normal human interaction Regardless yeah. if you're related or not So you know th- th- those kinds of situations are, are a little bit more obvious than what we do But you know what about what's my obligation When you know say You're in a family where you know uh, maybe you're in a family that's not you know a a Bible-believing family, and you've decided to become Christian. And you know every time you get together at Thanksgiving, they just you know bash like your faith and that kind of thing. Like, what do you do there? Like this, and so that's that is you know what Aaron's talking about. Is that's where we start making some you know some clear boundaries on certain things, and we start you know we try to. We try to bridge that gap where we say, "Okay, this isn't something that you know negates our family relationship like straight out abuse, but I don't have to put my put up with this stuff either." Yeah. You know, or if it's, you know, even if you're in a family that drinks and you're trying to, you know, you've struggled with alcohol and you're trying to get out of it, and you know, maybe their their alcohol consumption is not excessive, but you know, you need them to help you out and not consume this. You know, when you get together, or that yeah. like th- th- that's where we start going. Okay. Um, listen. Here's we 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 have to start having honest conversations. It's like saying, you know, um, I need you to do this for me. You know, I need you to to, you know, if we get together, let's not, you know bash my faith like yeah. <laughs> or you know could we could we not for one you know this for thanksgiving could we could we not drink um, can you guys you know, pull out all the
0: wild turkey after i leave
1: yeah can you you let's, know let's the, have dinner you on. guys do shots when i'm gone right i mean that's where we say you know okay we do have some sort of a moral obligation to each other and you know you wouldn't go into a bar and be like i need everybody here to stop drinking like, you, there's no there's no investment there's no you know um family ties there's you know you can't put those kind of demands on a just you know, maybe some you know acquaintances or people that you kind of know but don't really know but with family you do have again some some connection and so maybe you can in, in those circumstances start asking those things but then you but like Aaron said if, if you know you put that out there and they're like yeah well, no we're not going to do that then you're like okay well you know, then I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to come and participate in this because, you know, at the end of the day, you, you do have to kind of look after yourself and what's best for you, especially if you're in a recovery and you're trying to do the right thing. And, in um, get out of whatever that struggle is uh you don't have an obligation to subject yourself to that by going around your family who still struggle with the same thing that you're trying to stop struggling with just because well that's just who we are you know we're just a family of drunks and i just got to you know that's not you you don't have to do that okay just because you're related to those people you just have to explain to them you say listen man i'm i'm trying to change i don't think i don't you know if you guys want to keep doing this that's fine I don't. So if if you want you know if you want us to come you know me and my family to come around, you're going to have to not do that while I'm there. We're not going to we're going to have to meet in public where you can't do that or you know some you put rules you put boundaries on it something that makes you comfortable, um, you know and you're you're not cutting those people out but like Aaron said then it's on them and you say you know they have to make that decision and say you know how important are are you to them you know because that's that's the decision they're going to have to be making if they decide that. Being able to drink alcohol at the family get-together is more important than you being there. Then that's the choice they made, not you.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you do. Uh, and I mean, you, it's it's not it's not going to be easy. <laughs> you know, when we talk about this, it's just one of those things that. You know, we're not sitting here first off saying, I mean, this can be the easiest thing you've ever done. Set some boundaries with your family. Everybody's going to fall in line. They're going to listen. They love you. They're going to accept you no matter what. No. no. <laughs> a lot of you are going to begin to do this, and you're going to find that um, apparently your family's a lot more indifferent to, to where you're at than, than you thought. Um, and so you're going to have to, to draw those lines in the sand. You're going to have to, to you know, be strong in your stance of, of this is what's best for me, my kids, or, or whatever, you know, my my. Uh, marriage whatever it may be um, and you're just going to have to you're going to hold uh, hold the line and, and continue to press in it if it's really if it's really a matter of this is what's best to to break these these things that have become norms and be solid in it but we we say all that we say all this so that you can be you know have that comfort because again you get so much influence from the family once you take that 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 you're wrong again like Caleb said your family. This is what we've always done. This. Who are you to change this? You know, type of mentality. Um, I, I face some of that, even with the way that I parent differently. Um, like we, what that's not how we raised you. I don't give a crap how you raised me. Yeah. I give a crap how I'm raising my kids, you know, or whatever it may be. Um, and I've, I've seen in marriages, well, um, pa- other parents um, coming in to speak life into this marriage and they're really speaking death into it. Well, your mother and I, you know, we did this way. It doesn't matter. Your marriage is your marriage. You know, whatever it is. And, and draw those boundaries. Don't be afraid to, to break the norms. Um, don't be afraid to do something different. To, to try to push yourselves further. Um, to try to change what's always been, um, because the only thing that, that keeps that from happening is just people who are are too afraid to push back or, or too convinced that they're not supposed to. I mean, it's, it's okay. It's okay to challenge things. It's okay to to have your own traditions. It's okay to have your, your set of morals that may differ from your families as you come into your relationship with Jesus. You come into your recovery, whatever it is, it's, it's okay. It's okay for you to do that. And anyone who tells you that it's not, um, I'm, I'm sorry, but they're wrong
1: yeah you know that's it's such a funny thing that again the the rationality of humans and that we 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 affirm things that we know that aren't good for us just because somebody else tries to change that we know you know especially close that that it makes us uncomfortable and so we'll go to the point of affirming the thing that's we know is not good for us just because we don't want somebody to to show us that it's possible to not do that thing. And so like what, you know, what Aaron was talking about is like, you know, if you're, you're giving up alcohol, you know, your family of alcoholics and you're trying to give it up, well, that's just, you know, that's just who we are. And they'll say things like that. And, you know, I come from a family of, you know, larger people and, you know, and I've talked about it a number of times. Not tall either. Not tall, but yeah, more wide than tall. In that, you know, we're big boned. We're husky people. And, you know, and I've talked a lot about, you know, doing triathlon and, and you know my exercise pursuits and 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 it, it's so funny and it's not unique to our family but where in families like that where you, you know you decide to try to do things and become more healthy that you get pushback from your family about that they are like well you know well, you're, you're you're gonna be you know all in shape and everything like you're making fun of you for trying to be healthy and you're like Yes, yes, I am like this because what you're doing isn't good, like you know diabetes isn't isn't a family trait we should be trying to pass down you know and but but they do though they try to affirm you know a state of unhealthiness, and it's like and we and we buy that, you yeah. know a lot of people do we're just like, oh, yeah, well,
0: what's crazy is you know so me, my family, you know a lot of I have a lot of believers there's quotation marks not watching the video like quote unquote people who follow Jesus in my family, and some um, legitimately do but for the most part my family's you know acknowledges that there's a god and lives their life however the heck they want to live their life um and and that's just been the way it is and so you know me personally you know 18 years in addiction i was clearly very unhealthy at one point people locked up valuables when i came around um and and all of these things where i abused my family abused those relationships and and it's kind of funny to me you know as i stepped into my faith you know and i i become like all in like i'm gonna i'm gonna follow jesus i'm gonna really try to change People in my family ridiculed me, and some still do, <clears throat> and, and will call me things like I'll catch wind of is a uh, um, holy roller or you know, things like that. <laughs> and I'm like.
1: Yeah. You, you believe too much.
0: Yeah, that's like, <clears throat> and so rather than even looking at the way my, my life has moved, um, of, oh, he's he's not an alcoholic, he's not a drug addict, he's not a womanizer, he's a good dad, productive member of society, all of these positive things that didn't exist before, rather than being like, oh, man, maybe there's something here, we're so excited for him, which some of them do, <laughs> but then you still have those ones that you, you hear and it just kind of like, man, it, it hits you, it hits you deep, and, and you know, but, Sometimes families are so full of those that it drowns out the people that are for you, and you get convinced that well, maybe you're not supposed to change. You're you're going against the family, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm half-filled.
0: I'm always going to be a half-filled. Yeah. You know?
1: That's right. We're family losers, and we're always going to be losers. You know? you know, we're family white about well, around here. We're family white trash, yeah. and you're you're not ever going to be better than us. And you know, there's a really good uh, a movie uh, came out just a few years ago. Uh, years ago, called. Uh, Hillbilly Elegy. Oh I yeah, know, it's about J.D. Vance. It is really He's, good. But that's, I mean, you want to see that played out. And I was watching that, and I was like, Good lord, that's. <laughs> I relate too much to this movie.
0: Yeah, me too. Like <laughs> I, I messaged my sister, and I was like, Oh my gosh, it's our family. <laughs> they made a movie about our families. No.
1: But it is the movie. If you haven't seen it, except it's a good movie. But it's a, it's a, it's about a, bo- you know, a guy that, um, you know, he grows up in the what is uh, West Virginia or it's the Appalachia yeah. area. It's you know very very white trashy kind of redneck, and he. Um, ends up getting into law school and you know goes on and tries to to better his life, but his family' you know drugs alcohol smoking you know just really and they and they push back against him and and it's just kind of his fight trying to balance you know going and being successful for himself and 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 you know um being proud of himself for doing something different than what his family has always done and then his family, you know, um fighting back kind of against him and, and holding it against him for being successful and um it's a good movie, uh so I would recommend that. But um uh, uh anyway, but yeah, but, but like I said it I'm watching that and I'm just like man, I I've seen that not so much my family. I don't want to my film's not that bad, but <laughs> as they are in that movie. But you know, it's it's just one of those things though, that you do see that so often where. You know, you know, we see it in re- re- uh, recovery and addiction. Somebody trying to get out of being an alcoholic, and they come from a family of alcoholics, and their whole family of alcoholics, who have you know been in jail a number of times, and you know, and suspended licenses, and all this stuff. Oh, that yeah. you're like, none of this is good. And then this person's trying to not be that way, and they're like, well, why are you trying to be better than us? Because you're not good. <laughs> that's <laughs> Cause a that's good like thing. Yeah, Encourage that's you. that's good. Yeah, you should you should want to move away from this. So, um, you know when it comes to our family that's it it can be a difficult thing but um one of the things we have to talk about it kind of feeds into this is you know your family are uh is a role model, right? Regardless of whether we want it to be a good one or a bad, you know, a bad one. In, in one way or the other, they they are a role model to us. And um, again, you know, we talked about a lot in our relationship episodes is that how we go into our marriages, into our long term relationships. Uh, a lot of times, that's dictated by what kind of relationship we saw modeled for us as children. You know, if you had a a supportive family if you didn't if you had a single family like those things are we we take all the good and the bad and then we have to make a choice on what to do with that and a lot of times we take it all and we just assume that's the right way but um what i would encourage you to do is you know you need to look at everything that you had modeled to you through your family and then decide what do i want to have what do i want to keep and what do i want to get rid of and you know and we do that in the context of our faith Right, yeah. and this is something we've said many times: is that your faith should dictate your worldview, and not you know your culture dictate your faith.
0: We're um, <clears> on <throat> this episode, not your family.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, it's you know, if if, if there's a God, and this kind of your family, you know, talking about them getting mad at you for believing too much, you know, it's like, <laughs> well, if this is God, and this is what God says, then yeah. this should take primacy in our life, um, and and so you know, that's. That's always kind of our measuring stick on on what's what's good in the in the world, right? Is what 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 is in alignment with what God teaches us in the Bible, and then um, you know what's bad. We don't want to hold on to that. So, like for my for me, my my family, I'm blessed with I've said it before, blessed with uh, two parents that are still married, modeled a fantastic marriage uh, to me growing up. You know, um, if they fought, they didn't do it in front of us. Um, they they kept that you know, away from the kids, um, always supportive. I grew up without a lot. Um, but I never doubted my parents loved me because they always made an effort to come to anything we ever did. Always super supportive. Um, so that was something I was like, you know, we, we do everything in our power to go to anything our kids do because that was just something that, you know, impacted me. So that's, that's something we always do now. Like, you know, my, my parents' financial situation, I was like, I don't really like this. I don't like growing up in a trailer where, <laughs> you know, like if it gets too cold, we have to sleep in the living room next to the, the fireplace because, you know, we can't keep the heat up, you know, to keep us warm or, uh, you know, I remember doing stuff like that where it's like, you know, or, uh, you know, having having to have family help pay for, uh, Christmas for our family and that kind of thing. It's like, I don't want to be that way, yeah. you know? So, uh, that was a point when I was growing up. I was like, I'm going to do something that helps support my family in in a way that, uh, you know, helps us live the life we want to live. And so, um, you know, those are things that just how you, you look at what's modeled to you and you go, okay, this is what I want to keep. And this is what I don't want to keep, you know, and some, you know, a lot of people it's, obviously there's going to be a lot more things that maybe you don't want to keep than in my circumstances where it was a, it was the opposite. but Yeah,
0: yeah. and I think that's, you know, like when we look at God's word, you know, even um, like the passage, you know, honor your father, your mother. The, the reason there's such an emphasis put on that is because, yes, like Caleb said, these are role models. These are important, valuable positions in your life that that influence you. Um, and so, again, I don't want you to take God's word it's, that this means you allow them to be no matter what. No, I mean, um, they're they're going to be a role model, so you look at the ones that are healthy, glean from them, um, and and don't be afraid if you have to to begin to to put those barriers, those boundaries, or, or even potentially cut ties with those that aren't. But but as you let's say you know. You're an adult, most likely, listening to this. I don't think we have any adolescent viewers. Um, And so, you know, so you and your season of life, um, you've probably allowed a lot of unhealthiness to go on and you've probably fallen into this trap like most of us. And so here you are um, in the middle of your life, probably with children of your own, and you need to step back and and evaluate. Who who are the people that that are feeding your life positively? Who are those that, that are making a negative impact? And you're going to have to be willing to begin to put boundaries um, and hopefully discard those negative things that you've picked up on. Um, you know, whatever it is, it could be as simple as eating habits. You know what? We all don't have to have diabetes when we 60. <laughs> yeah. Not the real thing. You know, maybe that's you. Um, you can do something different. Um, it's not just in the cards for you, no matter what. Um, or maybe it's finances, you know, more financial stability. Maybe it's an issue of sobriety, but begin to to look at your family for what they are role models in your life they, they've impacted you whether you wanted them to or not they've they've convinced you uh of truths whether they're actually true or not and so begin to kind of sift through that um now you know in the season life especially as you're coming into the new year maybe you set some resolutions for for you know the year you know last week and all of that and and begin to to just uh take an account of everything in your life that that's speaking to your situation and and do what's right for you
1: yeah, you know, and I would, I would say a couple of things on um, that too is that one, um, you know, some of you may be thinking, well, you know, my my dad <clears throat> took us to, to church every Sunday and then, you know, on Monday beat us and drank and, you know, and did on. the, and, and so you have this, when we're talking about, um, you know, judging everything in light of kind of your faith, uh, you, you struggle with that. Uh, what I would tell you is obviously that, you know, if you, that was what your parent, your father, mother, whoever did, that uh, they weren't Christian, you know, yeah. like that, that's not, that's not living out your faith. Like if you, if you, and we've talked about this a number of times before, if you profess to be Christian go to church and then do nothing to, in your life that reflects what God calls you to be as a Christian, you, you haven't really understood what that decision was, yeah,
0: right? And on that, like what I talk about my grandpa, so my grandpa before becoming an alcoholic was a deacon in the church. And then he didn't drink, didn't drink, went through his life, and he was a good man, and then became full-blown alcoholic. Um, and then so everybody talks about it. he's a God-fearing man. I mean, was he? He spent the last 25 years of his life, you know, like, sleeping with hookers, getting yeah. in bar fights, and pissing himself. Like, like, And then, so, but then my family, you know, like, held him up as, like, this picture like they never let go of like the, the deacon aspect of this is who he was. And so that began to define the way a lot of my family viewed faith. And so, you know, that was one of the things I had to reconcile is the little bit of knowledge I had about um, faith and Christianity was fed from that unhealthy well. That well was poisoned. Yeah. Uh, so the theology coming out of it was bad. Um, if you don't know what theology is, it's kind of, you know, the belief system, what we know to be true, you know, and, and all of that and, and how we reconcile all of it. And so um, here were all these things they, every single one of them was bent or broken or completely fictional. Um, everything that I knew about anything to be Christian, because that's where it all came from. And everybody made excuses and all of this. And so maybe like Caleb said, that's, that's all you've been fed. And so in my life, when I was coming into faith, um, that's what I had to begin to reconcile. You know, everything I thought to be a Christian walk was bull. <laughs> I mean, and, and that was one of the things I, I faced even coming into my faith. Well, you know you know like no you're wrong you've been wrong the whole time that's that's, you know, fruit of the poisonous tree there. <laughs> Stop doing yeah. that. Um, and I would get backlash even in that.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, and that's, well, again, this is a very common misconception of Christianity is we think we say these magic words and we become Christian and that's it. Um, and that's not what it is at all. I mean, there is a profession of faith where you do, you do you know, you pray and you, you know, acknowledge your sinner and that God sent a son to, to die on the cross and be resurrected for you. And that's, that is how we, you know, we affirm our salvation uh, but but with that comes the responsibility of living our life. You know that this what the Bible tells us is that we our, our life should reflect that decision. You know, not that the decision you just you know that's it, and then we just go on. And we we always re- re- relate it back to being married, right? So if I if I go to to my marriage, my wedding <coughs> with my wife and and say the magic words, you know, say our vows, you know, I do, I do, and then I the next day go on and act like I'm still single. Well, then you know did I really mean what I said the day before and then you know but that doesn't even have to be an immediate thing like how many people have we heard you know well we just fell out of love you know 20 years later and that's you know just like your grandfather it's like okay you know we you know, uh, professor of faith, and we, we're living and we're walking daily with Christ. But then, for whatever reason, you know, life happens, or, or we just we fall out of that. You know, we we stop living out our faith, and then next thing we know, we're you know drinking and and you know, peeing ourselves while we're sitting in a chair with our grandkids. And it, it, the Bible tells us what we have to do is daily take yeah. up our cross and follow. Him. It's a daily commitment to to live out our faith. But yeah, you know, that's one thing <laughs> you're talking about that that is a struggle for family is that you know they do sometimes we hold up what the person has been yeah. and we're like well we we still have to honor this like well, uh, well how long am i am i obligated to hold this up <laughs> you know it's like he was a good person until he started beating us you know 10 years later <laughs> because he you know he got hooked on drugs or you know alcohol or whatever it's like but he was really good when we first you know my dad was really good when i was young it was just later on he started so i gotta know like you don't it's kind of it's kind of the the what have you done for me lately thing i mean i don't want to you know take away the entirety of your family relationships but yeah it's like no you don't if they stop being you know fulfilling their role as a family you know whatever their role is in the family then then your responsibility to them also kind of goes away in that (laughs) like you don't have to just continue to honor well they were you know i i've a similar circumstance with the family member where it's like well, you know they've done a lot for the family it's like yeah but they're also verbally abusive you know or they, they're kind of a bully and they they tell people what to do and it's like well we just got to put up with it no you don't <laughs> you, you don't just because they do things for you doesn't mean you have to, to put up with that so um well, the other thing I was going to say, um, we're kind of talking about uh, our family being role models and, and taking positive and negative ways. Sometimes you didn't have, maybe you didn't have a good financial, um, you know, management model for you as your family, or a good, healthy uh, relationship, marital relationship, married, because you know, you're, you're. Parents split when you were really young, or maybe it was just dysfunctional the whole time they were together. Um, and what I would tell you in that circumstance is that you have to start looking outside your family for those role models. You know, you have to get in your church and, and, and become friends with the couple that have been married for 20 years that have a good, healthy relationship, and start you know talking to them about what what's working for them, or you know read books. You can you know gain a lot of uh, insight from. Uh, role models by reading about them and so that's a way to to find resources um to but but ultimately you know your family and how you want to live your life is up to you and um you know you've got to decide again in light of of scripture in our faith what what works what um kind of what's the, the measuring stick for how i'm going to do things and you know the parts that again are in line with with that from your family, we're going to hold on to those. But the things that aren't, we don't. There's no obligation to hold on to that. And that would lead me to the last thing that we're going to talk about is basically to tell you that your genes aren't your destiny. You know, and so many people think that that well, I'm just you know I'm a white trash loser from a family of white trash losers, and that's all we're ever going to be. That's that's and not true. Not true at all. No, I mean you know sometimes obviously we're all born into this world uh, with our own set of circumstances, and some of us uh, come into the world kind of ahead some behind Uh, but but you know that's that's not an excuse that's just uh you you have to play the cards you're dealt and i mean no no complaining no amount of complaining is going to change the situation you were born into you know i mean it's your family is going to be a bunch of white trash losers whether you you gripe about it or not (laughs) so um you know you can choose to try to overcome that and, and, and live your own life and become your own person and and, and grow past that or you can decide to you know, just carry on the family tradition, but there's nothing that says you have to do that. You yeah. know, there's nothing that says that this is what you're destined to to be just because that's the situation you were born into. Uh, I mean, at least in America, we can say that. I mean, that's what's we're we're allowed to. Yeah, coming to
0: China. I mean, if you happen to be listening over there, yeah, sorry,
1: yeah, your your
0: circumstances are slightly different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but but yeah, not here. I mean, you you see so many people that um, man, they they reach for the stars and they they succeeded um we have so many american success stories um you know that that just fly in the face of that that this is all you'll ever be because you were born this way um and i i know personally and i know i have no doubt caleb's running to the same thing where we have these conversations with people and it's just like no matter what this is the wall this is the wall for them this was my family this is this is what we are I can't get past it no matter what. You don't know how I was raised. You don't know what, mm-hmm. I, and it's just, and they just can't get over um, the fact that, um, well, actually you can take responsibility for your own circumstances, your own life. You can begin to do something about it. And, and like Caleb already said, yes, you, you may be starting farther back than somebody else. I get that. Some people are handed more opportunities than you were handed um, based off all sorts of different reasons. But, no matter what circumstance you're coming from, I guarantee you, you can find somebody who broke out of that and had success. Yeah, That mean, you see it all the time.
1: Yeah, that's I mean, always my rebuttal to that. And nah. people are like, "Well, you don't understand." So I just want to say, like, okay, so if I can find an instance in yeah. which somebody overcame similar circumstances and succeeded, then you're gonna, you're gonna. Drop that excuse Yeah you never like, Well I don't yeah. know Because you find know. them everywhere Yeah you absolutely can
0: um, From the most horrific things And it's just I mean so it's just wild to me To, to think that Yeah, I say that I mean I, I fell into that trap For a long time That you know That I'm always going to be limited And we didn't always grow up With a lot of money And, and things like that In the neighborhood I came from or, or whatever And there's lots of abuse In my Or substance abuse In my family and, and these things And so that was just kind of like Almost wore it Like a badge of honor You know like you know my grandpa's an alcoholic I'm an alcoholic like and it's just so unhealthy and looking back at it now I just want to go back to you know the younger version of myself and just kick me in the boy parts and say what is wrong with you (laughs) stop
1: being so dumb well I just got kicked in the boy parts that's what's wrong man
0: (laughs) Um, you know it's just but that's what we do and and so maybe that's you um and just a little bit of truth To get your gear started off right um, It doesn't have to be Yeah You can change that
1: Yeah and you know We're not saying it's going to be easy Right But it's possible You know It is a thing that's that you can overcome I mean Again If you You know You can list out all the circumstances That are, that are working against you and, and I don't doubt that Um you know, and I'm not even going to sit there and you know try to try to you know compare apples to you know apples to the, my life. I, I again, I I grew up not a lot, but I had I, I had a very blessed childhood. I'm going to because I had you know again, I grew up in a good family, um, and you know I'm not even going to try to compare. But uh, again, if you if you if you live in America, you know your your opportunity to 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 rise above your circumstances that you is pretty 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 wide open i mean um you know yeah it's not like china you take a test it's like well you're a ditch digger for the rest of your life or whatever i mean like you know you're not gonna um you you have opportunities and you have opportunity again i'm not saying it's easy but uh i mean it's a choice you know it's a choice you can decide to to to, to rise above that and to, and to persist and to persevere through, over your circumstances you can allow them to define you but just because you're born into a family that has done things a certain way for so long um, doesn't mean you have to you know and, and it's, it's up to you and you know is it going to be easy to, to put boundaries around some of those relationships or even cut some of those relationships off no it's never easy to do that with your family because again we feel this moral obligation to them which we should but they have an obligation to you, and if they don't hold up their end of the obligation, you're not obligated to hold up yours. And you know, and you you can do what you can to help them to see, uh, or to give them an opportunity opportunity to help come into alignment with, with what what you want, or, or to be respectful of your relationship and say, here's the things I need you to do if this relationship is continue, But if they don't do that, then that's on them. You know, it's not again, it's not going to be easy to finally cut that off, but it's going to help you. to to be able to do that, to say, well, I tried, you know, we tried to, to, to reconcile this, or i tried to, to, to meet you halfway and we didn't do it. So I'm going to go on and live my life. Um, and you know, best, best of luck to you, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to allow my family circumstances to hold me down and keep me stuck where, where everybody else is. I'm going to go on and, and do what I'm called to do, um, in my face. So,
0: yeah. I mean, if you still don't believe it, Post Malone has made it in this world. I mean, come on. Um,
1: it's, it's, it's true. It's one of the few people with that many face tattoos that has, has succeeded. That's always, you know, I'm going to take a total tangent here, but you know, my boys, my boys love to watch the, there's a thing on our TV where you can watch all these old TV shows. And so they love to watch cops because you yep. can watch just old episodes of cops. And, um, You know, ninety percent of the people that are getting arrested on there have neck tattoos and and I just tell them I was like, Listen, (laughs) that's obviously not a good choice. (laughs) Like, don't get anything tattooed on your neck or your face because you're gonna end up on cops. Now if you're here (laughs) listening and you have neck tattoos and you know, I don't take that personal, but but I was post Malone. Yeah. You can't have that that quantity of tattoos on your face and succeed in this world unless you're him. Uh, if you don't know who Post Malone is don't look him up don't just don't it'll yeah. just make you dumber yeah. if you listen to Post Malone stop Yeah, you need to repent <laughs> that's right um, you should go through pursuing freedom get a role model <laughs> a real a one <laughs> but anyway now that we've totally derailed that train we probably should wrap it up probably wrap it up yep. I mean well uh, <laughs> hopefully
0: hopefully you're offended and you'll still come back so uh, but uh, Post
1: Malone fans <laughs> But you know, uh to to, to to bring it back on, let's recap real fast. You know, do we have obligations to your family? Yeah, somewhat, but only as long as they uphold their obligation remember to just take look at your family circumstances just take the good leave the bad you're not you don't you're not obligated to hold on to everything that your family teaches you and then lastly just remember that your genes aren't your destiny right yeah. you can rise above that if, if, if that's you you don't have to be what your family thinks you have to be you can be who God calls you to be and that's that's what counts yeah,
0: absolutely um, and uh, man on that note man we just are grateful grateful that you guys stuck it out with us thanks for um, continuing to engage with us you know in the new year um, hopefully Hopefully uh, you're getting yours off to the right start. Um, I want to encourage you, if you're local, man, be sure to, to come to one of our services. Check us out online. You know, we do um, our Monday night at, at 7 p.m. here at Cedar Point Church. It's just a great opportunity for some fellowship. You know, again, engage, man. Find find a healthy community um, if you're not local, um, but just that group of people you can journey with. Um, may come to, come to a church service, man. We have Sunday morning at uh, 902-1032-1202. Be sure to check us out on all the social medias, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Um, YouTube's a great resource because, again, you can find all of our material, different playlists. It helps uh, just make it easier to navigate. And then wherever you listen to your audio, Apple, Google, Spotify, and many, many others that I'm not even aware of. Uh, But be sure to, man, leave us great reviews. Share the content that way. Um, But we love you guys. We're grateful for you. And uh, hopefully you'll be back with us next week.